वेलकम टू एपिसोड 14 ऑफ इंक्लूजन विद मानसी आई एम योर होस्ट मानसी चांदोरकर ईच वीक वी आर गोइंग टू डिस्कस वेरियस एरियाज ऑफ इंक्लूजन एंड हाउ यू कैन बी एन इंक्लूजन चैंपियन टुडे वी आर गोइंग टू डिस्कस द बैरियर्स टू इंक्लूजन इन द प्रीवियस टू एपिसोड्स वी हैव डिस्कस द एडवांटेजेस ऑफ इंक्लूजन for the neurodiverse as well as the neurotypical students anything that has advantages will also have barriers so let's look at these barriers from the education point of view children with disabilities face many barriers in accessing the education they need to become healthy happy and productive citizens of the world so let's see what are the some common barriers attitudinal barriers is something we can start with we can look at the attitudes of society adults and then students as well society at large may have some negative attitudes and stereotypes like they are defected or a bad influence on others or even considered godly so they must be only kept at home well these are often cause of lack of knowledge understanding and acceptance of persons with disabilities it's unfortunate that people think like this and these often stem from a lack of knowledge understanding and acceptance of persons with disabilities many people are not prepared to interact with them they think that persons with disabilities lack the skills needed to live in a community or to be educated with non disabled children adults may end up passing on their biases to children quite easily so then students may feel isolated bullied or even ridiculed in school and community we must remember that attitudes can be changed i'll repeat that we must remember that attitudes can be changed by exposing them to inclusion practices in service education programs workshops and seminars another barrier would be the physical barrier these are the ones that prevent the accessibility to education so one obvious one would be the lack of physical structures like for example wheelchair accessible ramps in buildings washrooms public transportation These are some of the main difficulties identified by students with disabilities while they travel to school or even go to public places. Undoubtedly most school structures do not respond to this requirement. But it is something that can be done, right? The second type of physical barrier is the lack of facilities or assistive technology to aid the children with their particular type of difficulty. These physical barriers can be changed by establishing neighborhood schools, providing transport facilities, modifications in the building structure and classroom settings. The third thing that I can think of is the rigid curriculum. This is the chief obstruction to the progress of inclusive education. It happens because it does not meet the needs of a broad range of diverse learners. a rigid curriculum that does not allow for experimentation or the use of different teaching methods 
is the one that doesn't recognize different styles of learning. Thankfully, this is something that is evolving and the curriculum and the ways to approach it are becoming more flexible. Another important barrier would be the human resource. An absence of adequately skilled personnel and a limited investment in training for professionals to assist them in learning and implementing inclusive practices. The educators are the most significant human resource for advancing inclusive education. Their proficiency and outlook have a dramatic impact on the lives of students who are different and who have learning challenges. Training at all levels is the key here. The lack of physical resources like funding shortages for material, equipment and technology as well as barriers resulting from overcrowded facilities and inadequate time for planning and collaboration between staffs can be something of a hindrance too. Insufficient funding is a chief threat to implementation of inclusion. It is reflected in the scarcity of resources like insufficient classrooms, inadequate facilities, lack of teachers and or dearth of qualified staff, scarce learning materials and absence of support. Policymakers who have unsound grasp or opposing views on inclusive education are obstacles to the implementation of inclusive policies. It is heartening to see that more and more schools are now taking up inclusion because they feel that is the right thing to do and not just because the government has asked them to do it. We know that overcoming all the barriers can't happen overnight. We need to understand them so that we can work on eliminating them. Elimination of these barriers will make true inclusion a reality for all children to learn together. Decades of research shows better outcomes for people with disabilities when they're included. So to conclude today's episode from something I read on the inclusiveclass.com. Inclusion is intentional. It is about identifying and removing barriers so that everyone can participate to the best of their ability. Thank you for tuning in to Inclusion with Mansi. If you've enjoyed today's episode, do share the podcast with your family and friends. I would love to hear your feedback. Do leave a rating on Spotify if you've enjoyed this. You can connect with me on my Facebook page or Instagram at Inclusion with Mansi. You may also email me at inclusionwithmansi at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Until next week, remember to share our similarities and celebrate our differences.